You're listening to the Confidence Podcast, your favorite coaching podcast oozing with motivation, inspiration, and confidence to help you boldly take action on your dreams. I'm your host, Trish Blackwell, internationally recognized confidence coach, best-selling author, and founder of the College of Confidence, the most encouraging place on the internet. I teach go-getters in life how to take their thoughts captive, how to step out of the shadows of self-doubt, and how to courageously step into their purpose with confidence. It's time to pump our confidence muscles and train our thoughts, y'all. Let's get started. Hey guys, it's Trish Blackwell. You're listening to The Confidence Podcast. This is episode 496. We're talking about how to reach your full potential, how to stop getting in your own way, how to know if you have realistic goals, what goals you're setting, how to know, one, what is your potential, and two, how to really tap into it. And this is a special episode because you know I so very rarely have guests on the show, I mean, maybe twice a year, so so you know when I do have a guest... It's a, it's a superstar. And that is Heather Monahan. She is absolutely, let me just tell you about her because just get ready. Okay. So she's a best-selling author two times over. She's one of the top 50 keynote speakers in the world in 2020 was named that. She's the podcast host of Creating Confidence. She's a TEDx speaker and has most recently been appointed to the board of directors of Health Linked Corp. Having successfully climbed to the corporate ladder for 20 years, Heather Monahan is one of the few women to break the glass ceiling and claim her spot in the C-suite. As a chief revenue officer in media, Heather is a glass ceiling award winner, named one of the most influential women in radio in 2017. Thrive Global named her a limit-breaking female founder in 2018. And in 2021, Girls Club named her the thought leader of the year. Yeah. Yeah, you heard that correctly. Heather's show, Creating Confidence, debuted on the top 200 shows on the Apple podcast. Her guests have included, well, uh, yours truly. I have, we, we recently um, had me on this show. So her guests now include Trish Blackwell, Sarah Blakely, Gary Vaynerchuk, Ryan Sherhart, Caitlin Bristow, and among many other noteworthy celebrities and entrepreneurs. She was named one of the top 40 female keynote speakers in 2020 um, and top 50 keynote speakers in 2022 by real leaders. Her TEDx was, um, her talk to promote was actually, her TEDx talk was actually translated into six languages. And she has a new book she just released called Overcome Your Villains. Heather's been featured in USA Today, CNN, Forbes, Fast Company, Gary Vee's Audio Experience, and the Steve Hardy Show. Heather and her son Dylan reside in Miami. You guys, I told you I had a treat. I told you I had a treat. You're going to love this conversation. And yeah, Heather's, Heather works on, she coaches on confidence. And I think you're going to find a lot of value in knowing there's, there's, it's it, to continue doubling down on how you think about what you think about, how you think about what's possible for yourself. And I love collaborating with other, other women who are doing big things for people in the confidence space. And so before we dive into that interview, of course, as always, I do want to share our review of the week. This one is so simple and beautiful. You're going to love it. And for those of you who go, gosh, I should write a review. Oh yeah, I'll do that one day. Here's a great example. Lolo R808 said the best. Trish is the best life-changing podcast. A must listen. Y'all, you can do that, that kind of review in, in less than a minute. <laughs> so I would love that for any of you. So thank you, Lolo R808. I love the simple, 
simplicity of your review and the fact that you took the time to do it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That helps us grow the show and reach more people. One announcement before we dive into my time with Heather and you, me and Heather all around the table together as we listen is, um, don't forget you're invited to journal with me in June. We're calling it the five minute club and it's the solution you've been looking for. We'll meet live. We're going to gather for five minutes a day. Everything's recorded as well in case you can't make the time and we'll all journal together as a community. You can have your camera on, you can give it off. You can watch the replay. You can do live. But you, you can be sure of this. You will journal daily. You will master your mindset for the day. You will learn how to write custom affirmations for yourself. You will learn how to stick to your morning routine. I, I want to make this, it's going to be so good that it comes risk-free. So if you join us and you're, after seven days, you're just disappointed, I'm happy to refund your money. So here's what you're going to do. Go to trishblackwell.com forward slash club to get started. It's 30, to 30 bucks to journal with me in June. And I promise you this will transform how you see journaling. Come and be part of our first experience of the five minute club. Okay. Well, I see you there. We start soon. Go sign up. Okay, guys, now it's time. Let's dive in. I'm so excited to introduce you to my friend, Heather. Heather, I am so excited to have you on the Confidence Podcast, fellow confidence-like guru. Hello, why have we done this before? Oh my gosh, thank you for being a woman that supports and encourages other women. I'm so happy to be here. Same to you, sister. I am so excited to be connected. And what we're talking about today, I just, I know it's your sphere of, of, of excellence. And that is really... Overcoming obstacles, overcoming as your newest book is your villains, these setbacks, these things that makes most people stop. And so today's topic for our show really is, we're see, we're, I want to, I want to really pick your brain on how to reach your full potential. So if you could start, I know about you, but I want to make sure everyone else knows a little bit more of your full story. So can you give us a little 360 view of? how you leapfrogged all of these obstacles. You had your dream life, this pinnacle of success in business and then wham. Like if, I'll let you start there. <laughs> well, I thought, you know, I, I, but that's, you, you know, this, the further you get away from a situation, the more clarity and perspective you can have on something. Right. So yeah, to the outside world, it looked like I had it all. I was named one of the most influential women in radio. I was making a ton of money. I was a chief revenue officer flying around the country, you know, leading thousands of people in, in my sales department. And so people on the outside thought like, oh, she's killing it. She's made it. She's, you know, she's at the height of her game. And part of me did think that, like, I thought, okay, next step is CEO. I didn't know if it would be at the company I work for, or I'd have to, you know, make a move or whatever, but you know, it, it I thought there was this clarity and there was this clear path for me. You know, I, when I grew up entrepreneurial, I'm 47, that, that wasn't like a thing when I was a kid. It was always, you, you climb the corporate ladder, right? Like Gary V wasn't around, but Gary V is younger than me, you know? So it was, it, I just, I never thought there would be a different path. And then I unexpectedly was fired in fourth quarter 2017 when the CEO I had worked for for 14 years, he had promoted me three times, he became ill and he elevated his daughter to replace him and she fired me immediately and it was shocking. And so you then, so you went from that, I mean, what did you do next? Like, what is that next step when you're like, oh, this is 
literally the last thing that's supposed to happen. Yeah, well, I'm a single mom. And like I said, I made a lot of money. So I built a very expensive lifestyle. I live in a high rise on the ocean in South Beach, right? Like I drive a BMW SUV. My kid goes to private school. Like I built a world up around my world, which had been that way, you know, for I've been living like that for 20 something years and killing it in corporate America. However, a lot of people don't know this. I had had to sign an 18 month non-compete, non-solicit with the company that I was a chief revenue officer for. So when she fired me unexpectedly, I never saw that coming. I could not stay in the industry where I had expertise. I had a massive network, I had a huge name. I had to go start over as a beginner somewhere, at least for 18 months to make revenue to pay my bills. And that was, for me, that was the hardest thing because had I been able to compete and go to another company, that would have been easy you know, to walk across the street, but I didn't have that option. It turns out that's a blessing, right? Here I am four years later and it's a blessing, but in that moment, it sucked. And I posted, I've just been fired. If I've ever done anything to help you, I need to hear from you now. And that post went viral and it landed me on the Elvis Duran show. And halfway through that interview, he says to me, well, Heather, obviously you're writing a book, but I wasn't writing a book. I, I thought you had to like be anointed some special person to write a book. I thought you had to be a literary major or yeah. get, a, get a perfect score in your SATs. I didn't understand that any jackball can write a book, right? I literally Googled what are the qualifications for writing a book? But what was so cool is, and, and for everyone listening, never underestimate the power your words can have. Mm. This man who was light years ahead of me spoke a truth and a life and a conviction into me that made me feel this is if this guy who's killing it believes this, then this is a truth, you know, and, and I jumped on a plane and I Googled, how do you write a book? And it turns out you just have to write, you know, as you know, and so I didn't mm. overthink it. I just started writing. I had been fired. I had nothing else to do. And I knew I needed a product to sell, right? Like sales was my wheelhouse and what I know how to do. So I thought, okay, if I write a book, that can be my product and I'll just sell that. And that was like all I was fixated on. So I wrote a book. I invested in myself, hired an editor. We got the book done in, in five months and we launched that book. And the first week that it launched, I didn't know if one person would buy it or 1 million. I had no idea. I, Right. And in the first uh, week at launch, it trumped Donald Trump for number one on the business biography list on Amazon. And yes, I kept the screenshot for that one. As, as one does. Um, okay. So I, I don't know if I knew the context that it's only really been four, I mean, starting five years, four years ago, four and a half years ago, when you were like, here I am Googling how to write a book. Did you imagine? Cause I do know that you are one of the most sought after um, keynote speakers right now, anywhere. I know that you are doing keynotes for companies like Amazon because uh, we're talking about potential. And I want to speak, I want my audience to hear, did Heather, I often talk about you 1.0, you 2.0. So if we call Heather 1.0, four years ago, Heather, who just was like rug pulled under her, like, what am I supposed to do? And you know, obviously, you know, everything's figure outable. Like you obviously had that innate in you of like, all right, let's move forward. But did that, did you have any concept of you of what this potential is? And like, how did, how do you like for, I, I, for such a short, I'm almost like, I'm almost speechless for such a short period of time. That's why I think potential is magical when you like just show up for it. So could you speak to how it is that you just went so focused in on 
going, let me just pursue this double down and then embrace every opportunity that's coming my way. Cause like, obviously you didn't know what was available to you and you, but you've created some epic things. Well, Trish, it's funny because yeah, you're right. I had no idea. I had no idea what I was doing. I made tons of mistakes, tons of wrong partnerships, launched tons of products that didn't work out in the past four years. Like I've done so many things wrong. People don't, you know, necessarily, they, people always notice the great things like the Ted talk, or they notice that you keynote for Google, you know, they, they see these big moments, which are awesome and epic. And I'm so super proud of myself for achieving them. They've been scary, but you know, they've worked out. But there's along the way, it wasn't like this linear path to success. And oh, it was so easy. No, it was, I Googled, how do you write a book? And I fumbled through that. And there's three mistakes in my first book, Confidence Creator. And you know what, it it just is what it is. But I kept going. And then I Googled, how do you sell books? And it said, speak. And here's what's so crazy for everyone listening. That you started because of a Google. Well, I had spoken in corporate America for 25 Uh, years, right? I had been a sales leader. So I led teams of thousands of people. I would speak for thousands of people, but you didn't get paid for speaking back then. In corporate America, you did it as part of being an executive on the executive leadership team. So I didn't even know there was a thing called speaking business. And for everyone listening right now, no matter what bubble you're living in, I was living in this media bubble. I never picked my head up outside to like go, oh, I'm going to go to this weird industry event and learn about it. That's the stuff that you need to do if you want to start understanding what's unique and special about you and where you can generate value outside of your day-to-day. Pick your head up of your network, your industry, and immerse yourself in weird things because that's how you'll figure this kind of thing out. And Had I known what I know now, which is the speaking business is a multi-billion dollar business, I would have quit my job 10 years ago when people started tapping me. When I started taking really big stages back in corporate America, people started saying, that was incredible. Like, you need to really think about this. But I thought, what am I going to think about? I'm a great speaker. So what? Like, I I really didn't process it. So when I Googled, how do you sell books? And it said, speak. I thought, great, I've got tons of companies I can call. I started cold calling companies, take massive action. And I said, if you buy books from me, I'll come in and speak for your teams about innovation, confidence in the workplace, uh, you know, and whatnot. So they would have me in. And then one day someone said to me, what's your speaker fee? And I said, hold, please. And I went back to Google and I Googled keynote speaker fees. And it came up, Gary Vaynerchuk was making, t- this is at you know, t- 2018, 2019. He was making $250,000 for a 60 minute keynote. And that's when I said to myself in that moment, pump the brakes, forget the books. This is what I'm doing. I'm great at this. And so then I went down a new rabbit hole and I started Googling speaking business and I found speaker bureaus and then I found speaker agents. And then I'm like, I need to get an agent. So I started pitching agents. One one thing just led to the uh, next thing to the next thing. And I had no idea what I was doing. And like I said, I've made plenty of flipping mistakes along the way, but that's kind of what you have to do if you do want to figure something out. Otherwise, you're going to be stuck on the sidelines crying while your 18-month non-compete um, expires. I think what you hit on was so, so beautiful and so, you didn't even call it out. You just did action. And the difference is, so you have this massive obstacle. Because like, my question for you, is what was the greatest obstacle? To be honest, it was, of course, the pride of being like, everyone's got pride. And you're like, wait, no, you don't know who you just fired. But then it's the 18 month of like, you have to sit in place. And instead of looking at the wall and going, yeah, but this is my, this is my path. This is my potential. I think so many people don't tap into purpose, potential action because they want to first go, I need to figure it out first and then go all in. And what I love what you just told us is you're like, 
I know nothing. I'm willing to try. I'm willing to fail. And I'm willing to see and hold, please. Let me Google. Okay. Yes. Actually, I'll move forward on that. And you just were willing. And then here you are. Obviously, you innately knew that you were gifted on stage and you, you, and that was part of your experience. But I love that you didn't go out and go, I want to reach my full potential as a speaker. And I hope that people hear that clearly. You are one of the, one of the most successful speakers right in the world right now. But you didn't sit down and go, the way I'm going to reach my potential in speaking, you just said, how do I serve people? How do I connect? How can I, I absolutely love it. What did you do? You mentioned very casually, oh, I just did it when I was afraid. Like, yeah, I didn't know what to do. I was really nervous. Sometimes I'm not prepared, but you know, what is you, what is your strategy to feeling the fear and doing it anyway? I think people are always interested in, in how, like, that's really cool. You do that, Heather. How? Guys, Heather's going to show us the how and talk us through this, but first, a note from our sponsors. Hey guys, I gotta take a quick break to tell you about my new favorite supplement that I've incorporated into my own diet, and that is Mineral Rich from Maximum Living. You may not realize that mineral deficiency affects everything from your connective tissue to your nervous system. And what that means from a confidence standpoint is that you can be doing all of the right things, exercising, getting enough sleep, eating well, but you still don't feel your best. And being mineral sufficient, on the other hand, is actually going to lead to more energy, improved mental health, including a positive mood, healthier brain function, and focus all with the added benefit of looking as good as you feel because mineral rich is 100% bioavailable formula, promotes healthy hair, skin, and nails due to its healthy collagen support. You guys, this one ounce daily shot that is delicious, literally, I feel a difference. I immediately started feeling a difference in my mood, my energy, and in my hair, skin, and nails when I started taking this. So look, I wanted you to get your hands on this. Try out your first month of Mineral Rich for 20% off. Go to MaximumLiving.com. That's MaximumLiving.com and enter the code CONFIDENCE. 20 for 20% off your first order. Well, you know, the process for me is I always think what's the worst thing that's going to happen. So like use the Elvis Duran thing. I was nervous. It was the biggest show I was going on at at that point in time in my career. And so I thought, okay, what's the worst thing that could happen? And to me, this is what came my head. I could fall down with Getty images there taking snapshots and it's going to live forever online. So I thought, okay, if that is a truth, if that happens, Heather, will you be able to survive that? And I'm like, yeah, I just got fired from my chief rev. Yes, I can survive a picture of me falling down the ground. Okay, check, check and check. All right, now let's lower the expectations on me. That's step two is, you know, I don't need to go in there and be perfect. I don't need to go in there and be, you know, oh, she's just wonderful, flawless. You know, every word she says is great. I just need to go in there. And if, I always say this, if I reach one person with my message and it can help one person, I really take it down small then you know what? I'm a good human being and I'm doing what I'm put on this earth to do. And and so I lowered those expectations to that. Like if I can just help one person, then I've done my job here. And I go in with that possibility possibility mentality that I have no idea what's going to happen, which means when everything's uncertain, anything is possible. So I remember switching it from I'm really nervous to I'm really excited, right? It's a fine line. And I just lean into that and I keep saying it out. I'm excited. I'm so excited. 
anything can happen right now. And if anything can happen, yeah, I could fall, but I could also get this amazing partnership or deal that I don't know because the head of some major agency is listening and they want to hire me as blah, blah, blah. Like you don't, that is out there if you allow for that opportunity, if you step into that fear and if you choose to see fear as a green light that means go and go faster. I like that. It's a green light. That means go and go faster. I think a lot of, I know a a lot of feedback from my listeners have a lot of my listeners are perfectionists, recovering perfectionists, high achievers. And so as I'm, as I'm listening to you, I know that they're in the back of their head that one of the questions that will probably come up that I'd love for you to answer is in that, in the fear, the green light, go ahead. Wow. Like I'm calling this show. It's a big opportunity. One is is there anything else? I mean, I think you already answered how you don't put pressure on yourself. You focus on the one you focus on. I'm just going to help one person because you can have confidence in that. But is there any, when, when that imposter syndrome voice shows up, how do you navigate that? How do you talk back to that? Okay. So there's two things for me. One, you brought up perfectionism. I, I don't believe in that word because I think people think that's like a beautiful, great word. No, right. call it what it really is perfectionism is a veil for fear. It's all perfectionism is is fear. So once you start calling something what it actually is, like when I'm nervous, I call it, I'm excited, right? If someone's saying I'm a perfectionist, I say, no, you're just scared, right? And when you start owning it for what it is, it's not so pretty and perfect anymore. And you have to kind of say, all right, you call BS on me. You're right, I'm scared. But once we, we own what it really is, then we can deal with it. And then we can start looking Have there been other times in your life you were scared and you did move through with it and it worked out okay, let's look at those. Let's let's use that as social proof that what you're trying to do next is going to work. Now now you're talking about this idea of um, imposter syndrome. And so of course, like anyone, you know, like I didn't know if I was anointed to be an author, right? I don't don't know going into situations if I'm gonna be good enough. I truly don't know. Nobody knows when you're trying something new, right? So I'll never forget, I was, um, I was going on to an international news show. This is a few years ago. And someone called me right before I walked in. It was on International Women's Day. And they said, this woman is nasty. You have to be prepared for her to attack you and try to make you look not intelligent. And I said, well, what would she, how would she do that? You know, and they said, she might ask you about international dynamics, Heather, of which you have zero clue, which is true, right? I have no information on international business situations. I only know domestic. And so I thought, okay, thanks for the heads up. And I literally had two minutes to go on. And I thought, who is someone in the world that when they are asked a question, they just steamroll that person and answer any question they want. And for some reason, Donald Trump came to mind at that point in time, he was the president. And I would see him all the time on media. People would ask him a question. He would not answer it. He wouldn't flinch. And he would say whatever he wanted to say and act like it wasn't a problem. So So I thought, if if this lady does this to me, right? If she asked me a question that obviously I don't have the answer to, I am going to Donald Trump her. And so I made that, that decision. I had that clarity that worst case scenario, I hope it doesn't happen. But if it does, I'm just going to channel my inner Donald Trump. So what happened? She, you know, she was asking me about the situation in regards to women being paid less in the United States, and and you know what was that number or whatever it was. And then she said, and what is that number internationally? And I had no idea. And so I, I thought to myself, Donald Trumper, and I said, you know what? Great question, but let's deal with the real issue at hand, which is what are we going to do do about it in the United States? I said, and Tina, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do about it. And I like I steamrolled her so fast, but not in a mean way, like. I I was aggressive, but she went with it because I was so sure of what I was saying, right? Because I took that approach. And she was like, that's an excellent point, Heather. I hadn't thought of that. Thank you for sharing that. 
But when I left there that day, it just reminded me, like Beyonce always says, she channels her inner Sasha Fierce when she takes the stage, right? So many people leverage and use other personas when they get into a tight situation. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. The ultimate goal is to always show up as our real version of who we are, but we all get in a pinch now and then, and I, we don't need to apologize for it. I absolutely think that's masterful advice. Like that story is so good. When you think about going to your, to, as you think about the next four years of your career and the impact that you want to make, when you think about all of the possibilities, um, do you ever get, how do you take that? Sometimes it can feel overwhelming, especially when you're a single mom, you're running a business, you're traveling the world. Now, thankfully, now that the world has opened up a little bit, right? Like you, so like there's all, there's so many other pressing things. I guess my, my question for, for you is for personal habits. How do you focus so that you know you're always moving the needle forward where it matters on impact and that you, you, you're crediting yourself for your growth, but you're also not beating yourself up for what could have gone better? Like, what is, what is it? How do you, I guess a better succinct question is how do you manage the pull of knowing you're made for greatness, but also not getting bogged down in the daily? So that's an interesting question. I mean, I have really aggressive goals. I'm always been a competitive person. Like that's just my personality. I always played sports, right? That's why I did well in corporate America and leading sales teams. And I think that's what, you know, pushes me now is I, I just, I truly have an intrinsic motivation. I had it when, whether I was in purpose-driven work or not, right? My old job was about making wealthy people wealthier. My job was to make shareholders wealthy. And I, I was great at it. Now, what's interesting is I used to leave that job to go do charity work at nights on the weekends, but now I've incorporated helping people and making money into one role, which is like my ideal thing, because then you can feel good about having purpose-driven work, right? So now that I have that meaningful side tied to everything that I do, and I get to see in real time messaging from people that saw my TED talk or bought my book and, and it helped them in some way or my podcast, whatever, you know, that just fuels me to go further because you see in real time, you're making the world a better place, right? In this small way that, you know, we reach whatever, 100,000 people or whatever it is, but still if we can make the world 1% better. That's incredible, right? So I get so excited about that and that drives me. So I'll come up with bigger ideas. Like I want a movie out of my first book, you know, and I was meeting with E about doing a TV show. And then I was meeting with Bravo about doing something, a project with them. I'm always like throwing out these ideas and knowing Whatever the path is that's really meant for me, it will appear clear. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and it isn't always clear at first, right? So like I said, I launched a skincare line with a partner and the partnership fell apart. I launched a clothing line with Perry Ellis International. That fell apart. Like I've done a lot of things. And then even though in theory, the idea is right, it aligns with me, it aligns with my brand, something wasn't right. And so they fall apart. Doesn't mean in the future that this year, I do get my clothing line and it's with a different partner or it's my own or, or whatever. I keep my mind open to those possibilities. I keep major big goals out there. I have a list written down right next to me of all the things I want to achieve. And I read it on the daily, Trish, and I close my eyes and I visualize that like I see myself number one Wall Street Journal bestseller. Like I see that. I don't know if it's this month or if it's five years from now, but I do know this. The more I step into the things I'm supposed to be doing, the right people start showing up. And a, a good friend of mine now who I didn't know two years ago, John Gordon, who's an amazing author, speaker, podcaster, 
he just showed up in my life one day. And when he did, he said, Heather, like, let me give you a little bit of insight into the book business. And it was such a, this ideal time. I was so frustrated with my new book. I thought because I'm, you know, whatever I, ahead of where I was with my first book, this thing would be like New York times bestseller day one. And it wasn't. And so when I was telling him how frustrated I was, he shared with me, he's like, there's moments and he's older than me, has a lot more success than I do currently. And he says, Heather, listen, there's certain books I wrote that were overnight success. There were certain books that weren't. He said, but let me tell you, the first book I wrote did uh, not really well. And then five years later, it hit the New York Times bestseller list. It doesn't have to go on the trajectory you think it has to go on. It has to go that. on the one that it's meant for. He said, so just keep doing that next right thing. Like, don't get so in the weeds about it didn't happen the way I thought it should. Maybe it's going to be much, much better, but you've got to just keep keep taking that, you know, that next step and go forward. So I really, I've heeded his advice. I've let go of this idea that I'm in control of everything. That was a problem of mine I've had my whole life. And the pandemic taught me I'm in control of nothing. The more I can let it go and be open to these great things and great people and just show up as that real version of me, trust my intuition, trust, trust my instinct. That's when that right path is going to become clear. Love it. Uh, right. We're in control of our thoughts and our own actions. And that is it. And that's clearly what you're doing. You're mastering your mindset every day. And then you are taking, you already said it, massive, massive, massive action. And it's not just like on one area. And I hope you guys hear her, what she's saying very clearly. It's, it's, I'm gonna try everything and see if this works. And, and you're not attaching yourself to it, not working. You just let it go and move forward. I love that. My question, what's the, what, if there was one like high performer daily habit, that you would not trade? Is it your visualization? Do you have a drill? What is the one thing that you would say really helps you focus the most every day on your potential? My workout. It's like, a, there yeah. was a, a time earlier in my life when I was working so much, I forewent workout. Mm. And not only physically did it impact me, my energy levels were down, but the bigger thing, and for everyone listening, and this is truth, right? If you don't put yourself first and you don't take care of you first, you're never going to be able to take care of everything else. That is fact. And people will be like, it's so selfish. You get a babysitter to go to the workout. It's so selfless that I do that because then I show up as a champion mom. I show up as a champion business person. I've got high energy. And while I work out, that is my alone time where my mind starts solving problems and my mind starts seeing things clearly so that when I get off that spin bike or whatever it is I'm doing, I'm like, I run to my phone to write the messages down that came to me. So figure out for you, whether it's painting, whether it's playing with children, maybe it, it is working out, maybe it's meditating. I don't know what your thing is or going for a walk outside, figure out what that special important time is for you and make it a non-negotiable every single day because wherever you are, when those ideas come to you, when you connect to that, you know, God, universe, whatever you want to call it, when those moments happen, that is priceless. Right. You're right. I'll tell you, think, I, I'm wired a lot like you with athletic background, the competitive, my workouts, they are the hour, an hour running is better than seven hours thinking on a project. Like yes. I will have, I, I'm like, come, I'm done. And I'm like a million ideas. So I love that. Um, okay. So my, I want to honor your time. I, I want also listeners to know that, uh, because you already love her, you need to go add her podcast to your weekly listens. It's called creating confidence with Heather Monahan. And also, can you tell us a little bit about your newest book where they can get it and anything else that for if, if people go, okay, how did I not know about this chick? How can I get more of her in my life? 
Yeah, my new book is called Overcome Your Villains. It's a three-step process to overcome any adversity. It is so flipping good. I promise you the reviews on it are insane. You can buy it anywhere books are sold, but I would highly recommend the Audible because I narrate both my books, Confidence Creator and Overcome Your Villains. But on this one, I stole an idea that I got from David Goggins at the end of each chapter in his book, he just riffs and goes on like a, you know, here's yeah. the behind the scenes. And so I did the same thing with Overcome Your Villains and the reviews have been really amazing. So definitely check that out. And, and like you said, my podcast, Creating Confidence with Heather Monahan. I have tons of free stuff on my website, heathermonahan.com. I have a free ebook. I have a free workbook. I have a free 30-day accountability program. I, I've got a lot of stuff there that you can check out. Heather, I, I'm so, so, so happy that we can... Um, we were able to, to pick your brain and to be inspired to just think, it's almost not even think bigger, think wider, think, think, think more massive action about just moving forward. And there's no such thing. What I heard very clearly from you today is there's no such thing as an obstacle. It's just how you're thinking about it and what you're doing about it. So, so thank true. You, thank you. And guys go subscribe to her podcast right now. Okay. On that note, thank you so much for being on the Confidence Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. She's a beautiful soul. Is she not? Just just uh, full of, I love the boldness. I love her boldness. I'm inspired by her. And I know that you are too. Guys, make sure you reach out to thank her for being on the Confidence Podcast and follow her stuff. Get her book. You need this woman in your life. We all do. Hey, the more we collaborate, the more we encourage one another, the more that we we don't we realize that we're not alone in our desire to live a life worth telling a story about, our desire to tap into our fullest potential, to push ourselves and actually live a life. Not not live through life, but live and create a beautiful life. That the the act of pursuing your potential, that in and of itself is so deeply rewarding, so deeply fulfilling. So if you're looking for purpose, that's a great place to start. Start there and pray through it and just start there and go, okay, like I'm going to, I'm going to pursue the actualization of bringing into this world all that I'm capable of bringing because that's going to bless others. That's going to encourage others. That's going to, to deposit good in a world that is very dark, very depressing, very down, very discouraged. So, hey, if you liked this episode, check out episode 473, which is how to know exactly what you want. This is for those of you who go, I don't even know what I want. I don't know what my purpose is. I don't know what, how do I, I how do I pursue my potential without knowing my purpose? My friends, episode 473 is for you. Also 478, which is, you might have an idea and you might already have some big ambitions and some big goals and big dreams. Great. I want you to go listen to episode 478 on how to think bigger. Think bigger, believe bolder. It is going to be your, your call to action that is the next step. And um, sneak peek into next week. That's a fun thing to say, isn't it? Sneak peek into next week. You're not going to want to miss this episode. It's episode 497, how to appear more confident than you actually are. Y'all, this is confidence gold. How to appear more confident than you actually are. In other words, how to feel, how to be confident when you don't feel confident. And let's talk about for when it counts the most. That's when we need confidence the most. And that's when we start panicking. So that is going to be a great episode. Make sure you're subscribed and following the podcast on whatever platform you listen to. Our listener of the episode before we close out is Emily Fry. She said, hey, on IG, which by the way, if you don't follow me there, let's connect. 
I'm Trish underscore Blackwell there. And um, she said this. Um, she shared my episode um, on her stories of episode 464, Confidence Affirmations That Actually Work. That is a fabulous episode. Confidence Affirmations That Actually Work. And she said this. Here for all the affirmations. Thanks, Trish, for this beautiful show. Have you listened to that one yet? If you haven't, go check it out. 464, confidence affirmations that actually work. Hey, you know what works? Doing the work. Doing the work. Spending time to think about your thinking, brushing your brain, journaling, all the things every single day. That works. The more time that you spend working on the quality of your thoughts, the more you will see a return on that investment in the quality of your life. Guys, I love you. I'm just delighted to get the opportunity to be in your life. And I'll see you in the College of Confidence or in the Five Minute Club or here next week. Hey, be a friend. Share the show. Share that whatever episode you've listened to recently, press the forward button. Share it with a friend. Invite other people into the journey of truly growing, truly coming alive. Now go out there today. Go be more of who God created you to be. Be you. Be free. If you loved today's episode of the Confidence Podcast, I invite you to check out the College of Confidence at collegeofconfidence.com. The COC is where your next step is. In the COC, we cultivate confidence, create courage, and spark change. It takes everything we do here on the podcast to the next level. And our members get crazy, life-changing results. I'm so confident that you will find that the COC is the most encouraging place on the internet and that it will so wildly exceed your expectations that it comes with a money-back guarantee. Hey, joining is completely risk-free. You owe it to your future self to take your growth to the next level by coaching with me in the COC. Join me today at collegeofconfidence.com.